1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. This is 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. The expert on all things real estate, Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. Now, Asif, multiple economists have suggested that a recession is inevitable. What are your observations specifically in real estate? Well, when you're looking at interest rates climbing the way they have been and, you know, people panicking about uh, the inflation numbers, I think it is inevitable. But at the same time, I also think that at some point the government has to step in and pull us out of that recession. I mean, we've seen this cycle a number of times and some economists have said that although a recession is inevitable, even though people don't want to suggest that we're on that path, at some point the government will have to intervene and drop interest rates so that we come out of the recession. So we have seen this cycle before, and I don't think uh, there's anything different in this cycle than what we've seen before. And what have you noticed here at home, specifically in 905 in York Region? In the 905, it's still fairly active. I mean, what we're not seeing, and, and this is where we have this disconnect with people saying prices are down 30 to 40% off the peak, you can't just take one month and compare it to random months and say it's off for this uh, for this month or that month. When you're looking at real estate, you have to look at the bigger picture. So you're looking at an annual numbers. And when you look at annual numbers, you're going to see that we're still going to be up uh, according to the numbers. We're going to be up maybe 6%, 5% for the duration of the year. And that means that the prices are continuing to go up, and that's a healthy appreciation. The 20%, 30% appreciation that we saw over the last couple of years, that's not healthy. It's not sustainable. And in the 905, we're starting to see uh, people come back into the market. We're starting to see houses sell again. We're starting to see people put their homes on the market. And you know, once you go north into the 705s or so, it's a little bit slower. But when you're looking at the Markham, Richmond Hill, Vaughan markets, it is starting to bounce back. Again, you're not getting those multiple offers where people pay $200,000, $300,000 over asking. You're getting buyers that are well-versed with what market values are, and they're staying within their means. But what's happening here may not be happening in other markets across the country. That's right, Tina. Today, we will check in on some of those markets in the last quarter. Let's start with no stranger to on the market, Tony Joe in Victoria, British Columbia. Tony, welcome back. Thanks for having me, Nazif. Tony, it's certainly been a, a different type of year than what we had become used to over the last couple of years. Tell us what you're seeing in Victoria and uh, how the first nine months of this year fared out for uh, Victoria, B.C. Well, it appears that we hit our market peak somewhere around April or thereabouts. Of course, that was when we were getting the multiple offers in the bidding wars and the upwards pressure on pricing all the way in the start of the year, so, you know, the first quarter. Uh, then things start retreating. So we just finished off the month of September uh, with what is the second lowest number of sales on a record in 30 years here in Victoria. Uh, and our inventory level is, uh, is still low, which is interesting. So 
you know, as much as it sounds interesting that our sales numbers are down, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a buyer's market right now because the other thing is our average sale prices are holding. So while there aren't as many sales happening right now, it appears that sellers are kind of holding firm. So we're not at the point right now where people are bailing out. Uh, we're not seeing uh, drops in prices. We're still seeing multiple offers occasionally and bidding wars every once in a while. But the other thing that I want to mention that I, I find interesting in the month of September is we saw a lot of subject-to-sale offers. So people who are wanting to buy, but they're actually not ready to yet because they haven't sold their house yet, and they're trying to make that a condition of the sale. So Asif asked you to review the last nine months. I'm going to ask you mm-hmm. then to look ahead to the last three months of this year. What's going to happen in the next three months? Yes. What do you got? Yeah. So I am feeling that our sales numbers for the last quarter of the year are probably going to be uh, consistent with what we've seen the last couple of months, which is thir- probably 30% lower than last year as far as transactions, transactionally. You know, the biggest question is, can prices hold out? Because, you know, there's a lot of people that are hoping that prices will drop. It's interesting that we haven't seen them yet, despite the fact that we've seen interest rate uh, increases. But, you know, to to me, it's interesting because it feels like this is just the new pace of how things are rolling right now. And it could be the new norm for the next little bit. And the other thing, Tony, it's 30% down, but it's 30% down over one of our busiest years ever. And, and mm-hmm. considering that, if we're down 20 or 30%, we're probably in a typical year sales-wise. And if prices are holding out, uh, that's basically the main concern for buyers and sellers is what the price is doing. Yeah, oh, for, for sure, for sure. And, and uh, you know, over here, it's interesting in Victoria because the demand remains, of course, primarily locals that are moving from one place to the next. But we still get a lot of interest from people from other parts of the country. You know, Ontario, um, the lower mainland here in British Columbia, people who are making a lifestyle change. And they've just decided to make Vancouver Island or Southern Island their place to be. People who've always wanted to be here but use this as an opportunity. Um, That combined with the fact that we just simply don't have a lot of inventory. There's not a lot of choices. So for people moving here, um, it's like they need to pay the the price to be here. And beyond the lifestyle choice, is there a type of property that is selling or is more popular than another right now? You know, mostly the houses, houses with suites, so in-law suites, revenue generators are always popular here, especially ones that are sort of proximate to the university or to our colleges here in town. Those are ones that are that are always, always busy. It's, it's in a specific sort of price sweet spot, which right now is around... or $1.2 million. The other thing that we've seen a um, a conservative lift in is the condo market. And we feel this does have to do with the fact that interest rates came and didn't wipe people out of buying in the marketplace, but caused them to have to downshift perhaps, you know, from a house to a semi-detached, semi-detached to townhouse, townhouse to condo. Uh, and the good news is there has been some newer inventory in the condo marketplace. So that is, uh, that's working out for us as well. And that was, was my next question, Tony. What are inventory levels like? I mean, we're still struggling here with low inventory levels. Are you seeing that out in uh, British Columbia? Yeah, so it's, it's interesting because 
Uh, although our inventory is, uh, it's, I think we're, we're reporting 104% over last year. Doesn't really tell us much because just like you said a moment ago, we're comparing uh, a, a normal slash lower level of inventory right now uh, to a groundbreaking low amount of inventory 12 months ago. We never saw it that low before, right? So uh, inventory levels right now, we are, I think it's the, the fourth or the fifth lowest uh, September in history as well. So, you know, it's, it's still low. There's, there's not a lot of choice uh, and, um, you know, not a lot of selection out there. And, and I guess people are just, we're not building anymore, which, which is one of the problems. So we haven't built enough new inventory. Um, but there's also people who, as I said a moment ago, they need to sell in order to buy. And there's a bit of a gridlock happening there, right? Certainly, yes, Tony. It's always great to have you on and get your opinion. If our listeners want to contact you and get more information on about BC, how do they do that? Oh, they can always reach me. Just Google Tony Joe Victoria. It's Tony at primeteam.ca. The On the Market next stop comes to us from Alberta. That's right, Tina. And we're going out to Paul Blay in Edmonton. Paul, welcome back to On the Market. Thank you. Great to be here. Well, certainly uh, been a up and down year, a roller coaster year out in Ontario here, and we wanted to check in and see how Alberta is faring under these uh, new types of circumstances. Well, I'm going to tell you, Hassan, it's been all over the map for us. We've had a, a tremendous start of the year, right up to about um, July 1st, when the first increase of interest rates came into play, and, and then we started seeing the markets uh, start to slow down. Uh, Calgary is always a little bit more ahead of Edmonton where I'm at. Uh, their averages are, are typically about $100,000 more. So our average right now for a single-family home is four eighty. Um, we're down uh, month over month, uh, about 5.8%. But overall, year over year, uh, we're up 2.2% for a single-family home. What we're seeing right now is the condo market is still pretty flat here. Um, the average is 215000 uh, month over month, we're down about 4.6%. Year over year, we're down about 3%. Um, duplex row houses, uh, same type of thing. Where we're down uh, month over month, 2.6, we're at 369. And year over year, we're down about 1%. So not too, too bad. But still very affordable here in Edmonton and in Alberta in general. And Paul, how would you describe the first nine months of 2022 in real estate? Um, I think in terms of the first nine months, I'd say it's, uh, it's been uh, very up and down um, where the first six months was very active and then it, uh, it took a little bit of a slowdown uh, for the, the remainder of July, August, and September. But we're seeing a little bit of an uptick now. Our inventory is still fairly low. We have about a five-month inventory, uh, so we're still in a balanced market. And it's very similar to where we are in Ontario, where our inventory is very low comparatively, but uh, the price seems to be up year over year. Uh, however, we did have a, a few declining months in a row uh, for month over month. How do you see the next three months playing out? Do you see the uptick continuing? Uh, how do you see us finishing off 2022 in Alberta? Honestly, I think we're going to be we're going to be flat. I don't see we're going. I don't see that we're going to be um, that it's going to be an uptick. I think we're going to be flat. Prices are going to be fairly steady 
uh, inventory, I suspect, will rise a little in the next couple months. But it's a great, great opportunity to purchase in Alberta right now. And are you seeing a lot of folks moving to Alberta? We know that there's a big campaign here in Ontario, in Toronto, to encourage people to move to Alberta because it's more affordable. Do you expect that to continue to happen? That's a great question. And yes, we our increase has been dramatic here in the last um, year and a half, two years. Well, we haven't seen this this amount of of people coming to Alberta since um, 2014. So net migration approached 10,000 people so far this year, uh, which is a really a great uptick for our province. And you had me at condos averaging $215,000 for our <laughs> listeners that, uh, for our listeners that uh, you know, want more than a parking spot in Ontario. How do they contact you and where can they get more information on these condos? And even the houses uh, averaging 480, that's unreal. Mm-hmm. Well, and what's another thing too, Asif, is that the rental market here is extremely strong. We're only at 4% vacancy. So prices there, rental rates are starting to go up. And people can contact me at paul at paulblais.ca or 780-951-5222. Paul, thanks so much for joining us again and uh, have a great rest of the weekend. Thank you so much. You as well. Take care. After the break, we check on the market in Saskatchewan. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's real estate show. Over to my co-host and our real estate expert, Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties, as we continue on the markets across the country. Asif. Thanks, Tina. And yes, our next guest is Craig Adam from Saskatchewan. Craig, welcome back. Asif, uh, thanks for having me. Craig, we're just chatting offline, but uh, is it busy out there in terms of real estate? Well, this is an, an excellent uh, uh, question, and we get asked that all the time, and I know you do as well when people say, how's the market? And, you know, the, the best answer I can give is, well, are you buying or are you selling? Mm-hmm. Because it really depends on, on what you're doing. And uh, the market's complicated. It's, it's complex for a lot of different people. It's competitive. Um, you know, and in Saskatchewan, uh, you know, we've seen prices – kind of flatten out in the last few months, but we don't have the fluctuations like the Toronto's and the Vancouver's. And, you know, so it's fairly um, steady. Uh, and inventory low, uh, levels remain uh, very low, which is a challenge. And what's been the impact of the rate increases, the rate hikes? Well, I think the rate hikes, and, and I think it's really too early to really see what that is going to happen. I think where the biggest challenge is going to be for people whose mortgages are coming due in the next, you know, one to two years, and they're going to get a big surprise when they have to go and renew their mortgages. And I think that that's going to have a bigger impact than the buyers um, right now. Keep in mind, Saskatchewan is still a very affordable place uh, to live. I service uh, Regina, which is, of course, the capital city of Saskatchewan, Saskatoon, uh, the neighboring city, a couple of um, 100 miles uh, up the road, very similar as well. 
you know, where our average house price in the Regina area is three hundred and thirty-four thousand dollars, and in Saskatoon is three eighty. So it's a very um, affordable place to live. And so we're still seeing first-time home buyers getting into the market. We're still seeing an influx of, of people moving to the province. Uh, the economy is still uh, very strong. So the impact of the rates has maybe slowed things, but I don't think it's as big of an impact compared to other regions of the country. Well, definitely, because there's a, a big push for affordable housing in Ontario and BC, and I think we've found affordable housing out there. <laughs> tell us a little bit about uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about new construction. Do you guys have uh, a lot coming up in terms of uh, single-family houses or, or even condos? Well, and there, there's the challenge too, right? Because construction costs have have gone through the roof. Now they've come back a little bit, uh, but then it becomes a supply chain issue for a lot of people. Um, and <laughs> surprisingly enough, you might think, oh, there's all this land in Saskatchewan, but, you know, we, we, we have these challenges with municipalities and cities about developments and, and what's the best way to move forward and, and, and what does the future hold and what do people want? I mean, there was a recent study, um, you know, where uh, millennials are looking, and keep in mind, millennials are now in their mid to late 30s, that they all wanted semi-detached and they all wanted condos, but the reality was now they all want single-family homes. And a lot of cities across the country are kind of behind the eight ball trying to catch up with that, and that's why our inventory levels um, are low. And we're seeing that you know, here in the Regina and Saskatoon areas as well. Would you suggest then that it is a buyer's market or a seller's market? I think it's balanced. Uh, you know, there's certainly, you know, depends on which uh, price range you're in. You know, we still see the odd multiple offer situation uh, in the cities, not as much as we saw, you know, back in March and April, which we saw quite a bit of that. Um, you know, so I would say that buyers have, have a choice, uh, but I would certainly say that their choice is limited. And so sellers are um, pricing their houses competitively. And, you know, we saw the peak of the market probably 2014, 2015, and then prices really came down in the Saskatchewan area, probably to the tune of 10 to 20% in some areas, condos in some instances 30 to 50%. And that was in 2018. And then, of course, when, when COVID hit and the pandemic and there was the shutdown, we saw prices start to rise again. So those have now come back up, but we've already seen the prices uh, come down quite a bit. Uh, so, so now I think that it's a balanced market. I think there's limited inventory. Sellers are staying fairly close to their asking price within, you know, 97 to 98% of asking price. Um, and, and buyers are cautious because of the interest rates for sure. But I think that, you know, overall, it's going to be that way for a while. And Craig, how do you see us finishing off 2022 and head into 2023 out in Saskatchewan? You know, I think that's a million-dollar question, right? Um, you know, as far as, you know, we always try to, you know, gauge things on how the economy is doing. Uh, certainly, in a lot of areas across the country, labor forces is down. We need people to work. It's finding, it's tough finding people to work. Uh, oil and gas industry is strong. Agriculture is still strong. Uh, there's a lot going on. Amazon just bought 14 acres just outside of Regina, so they're possibly putting a, a distribution center that's there. So there's a lot of activity that's going on. So I think we're going to see supply levels 
low continuing on to the end of the year, uh, a balanced market until that time. And then the spring, who knows what's going to happen. Um, I, I, I think we'll continue to see what we saw this past year um, in the spring again. Now, the million-dollar question here is, what can you buy for a million dollars? And for Saskatchewan, is how many houses can you buy for a million dollars? Craig, if you want, uh, if our listeners want to connect with you for some investment properties, how can they do that? Well, I, there's certainly investment uh, opportunities in, in Saskatchewan. depends on what you're looking for. But, you know, certainly, um, you know, a million dollars gets you a pretty nice house uh, in, in the Regina area, and uh, they certainly uh, do sell. Um, I'd say that the average, even though it's 330, it's probably more like 400 to 500,000. It's a pretty decent, pretty decent house. But more than happy to, um, you know, help people if they're ever up this way. Um, but but investment properties are tough too, right? And so it's every, everybody's looking for something a little bit different. Apartment buildings are next to impossible to find, um, and then new construction on that stuff is is non-existent too. Very rare, yeah. Well, they can always go to our website at sellingregina.homes, and you know that's certainly the best place to uh, go is to our website. Or they can also email me at craig at sellingregina.homes, uh, and my phone number is 306-535-9363. Best way to get a hold of me. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. When we come back, a visit to Thunder Bay. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Asif, over to you for our last stop. Thanks, Tina. And we're going up north. We're going to Thunder Bay. And joining us is Vince Mirabelli. Vince, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Vince, is it snowing up there yet? Oh, <laughs> not yet, no. <laughs> so, Vince, we're looking back at the last nine months. Tell us a little bit about what's going on in Thunder Bay and uh, what you've seen happen to the real estate market uh, over the last three quarters. Um, our market, you know, started off really, uh, really crazy in the first couple of months, uh, just like the rest of the country. Um, you know, multiple offers, lots of bidding wars, a lot of uh, unconditional offers, cash offers. Uh, and then, uh, you know, with the rate increases, the market started shifting a little bit, um, but not, you know, not a drastic change, but enough that, you know, it, just things started changing a little bit. Less offers, not as many cash offers or unconditional. Um, but we still, you know, we still have a really healthy market here because our price point's lower so um, than other parts of the country. So our market's still healthy. We still have some bidding wars on some houses, and we still have um, multiple offers, and we still have um, houses selling over asking, some selling for asking. And Vince, you described it currently as a healthy market. How do you see the last three months of this year going? Uh, last three months are good. Uh, you know, the past week, um, a lot of sales have still gone through. We get a lot of out-of-town buyers moving up here from the GTA um, and other parts of the country. Um, houses are you know, they're still selling. We uh, typically, before in the winter, uh, our market really, really, really slowed down, and now it's actually not slowing down like it used to. 
Um, so I think, you know, our market's always been a stable market. So we went from a, a seller's market in the spring to more of a balanced market now. I'd still say probably leaning more still towards the seller. We're definitely not in a buyer's market yet. And then what's the average price like in terms of, uh, uh, you know, a three-bedroom detached home? What does that sell for in Thunder Bay? Uh, if you're looking at, like, you know, a 40-, 50-year-old bungalow that still needs, you know, some updating done to it, you're probably looking at about 360 $380, um, a house in a new subdivision. You're looking at about, you know, 600000 um, in here, the luxury market probably is around, uh, you know, 900 to a million mark and over. And Vince, through the pandemic, you may have seen people leaving the big city or 905 and heading further north to Thunder Bay. Are you still seeing that now or are you finding that people are moving back? Uh, we're finding a lot of, uh, especially in the last couple of weeks, uh, a lot of out-of-towners. Um, I recently had out-of-towners moving here from Sudbury. I had out-of-towners moving here from the GTA area, from Barrie, um, another couple right from Toronto. Uh, they're all moving here because of work. So, you know, we have a lot of industry here. And so uh, they're moving here for that reason. Plus, we're getting a lot of people that left Thunder Bay 20 years ago, moved to Toronto, and now, now they're moving back home. And Vince, how much do you think the interest rate hikes have played a role in maybe people looking for more affordable pastures and moving out to Thunder Bay rather than looking for something around here where their payments may be double or triple what they would pay up there? Um, a lot of people, you know, I'll give you one example. is uh, A childhood friend of mine uh, living in Toronto sold his condo downtown in the distillery district for $1.2 million and bought, uh, you know, a house here for a million, two-story homes, 3,700 square feet uh, in an executive area near the hospital. So um, he went to his employer and asked them if he could still work remote. Uh, so he still works for the company in Toronto, but they're allowing him to work here remotely, and he just flies down to Toronto every couple of weeks or, or once a month. And Vince, if our, our listeners want to connect with you for Thunder Bay Properties, how can they do that? Uh, they can either reach me on my cell phone, 807-474-1765, or they can go on my website, uh, vincemarabelli.com, or they can email me, vince at vincemarabelli.com. That's awesome. Thank you so much for joining us and for the update on Thunder Bay. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Asif. And we know you will continue to monitor the real estate market for us and its impact on the Canadian economy. As a reminder, if you have any questions for On the Market, hit send anytime to info at 1059theregion.com. But Asif, if our listeners prefer to contact you directly, how can they do that? You know, they can call me anytime at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. If you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. I'm Tina Cortez. Thank you for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.